0: G'day and welcome to another episode of Perth Property Insider. I'm your host, Jared Mann, and today I'm touching on the topic of lifestyle design and how to create, I guess, ultimate fulfillment. Now, keep in mind, I'm still on my journey and I'm making it up as I go along, but I've spent a long time thinking about this and I originally started out chasing money and thinking that was going to lead to fulfillment. And I found out the hard way that we actually have six core human needs. That if we spend our time looking at filling up, then we can really create a life of happiness and ultimate fulfillment. So, buckle in and get ready to be real. I'm going to take you into my journey, and hopefully, it's going to open up some deeper thinking on how you can create the ultimate life, and one that's super fulfilling. So let's go inside. Welcome to Perth Property Insider, where you will learn how to grow your wealth and improve your life using Perth Property. Our show is brought to you by Investors Edge Real Estate, the highly rated and award-winning property management specialist servicing the whole of Perth. Now, here is your host, Jared Mann. So in Episode 3, I touched on how to create a plan Towards getting yourself to a certain passive income, and then working backwards to set an approximate number of properties that you might need to own outright in order to provide that for yourself. And we threw around some numbers, such as passive income goal of 100 to 300 thousand a year, that kind of range. You'd need to own five to 15 properties outright. Now, hopefully, you didn't get too daunted by that uh, figure of all that size of portfolio because when you start out, it can be very hard to see how quickly you can gain momentum, how much you can benefit from being invested through a number of cycles. And 10, 20, 30 years later, you may certainly surprise yourself if you start out with that end destination in mind. So we've spent lots of time, I guess, in the episode so far speaking about financials and and money. But today, what I really wanted to touch on is the rest of your life and anyone that has uh, spent any time thinking about these things and actually looking at what makes them happy and fulfilled it's never just the money and it's often uh, money can get in the way of that fulfillment so I wanted to talk about how to think about designing your life so that you don't spend I guess your whole life chasing money and thinking that you'll end up enjoying your life in retirement or that that might bring you fulfillment because most people think that money can solve everything. And I've actually found that money more accentuates everything else in your life. So it's not going to bring you fulfillment. It's not going to solve every problem. And when you have more money, you can actually have different kinds of problems. It's the other side of the coin. You have many different other challenges that you may not have when you were poor. So what I find with money accentuating things is that if you have money problems as a poor person, you'll divest yourself of any money that happens to even come into your life. And no matter how much you earn, it'll never cover up, never cover your expenses. And especially if you keep increasing your expenses along the way and trying to fill the void in your, in your heart of hearts with stuff, No amount of money is going to leave you fulfilled. So it can be a vicious circle that you think more money is going to make you happier, you keep pushing for it, but you're actually not focusing on the right thing. Now, there's other people that are mean scrooges that care about no one but themselves and having money is not going to change that either. So don't wait until you have the money before giving generously to others. I used to think when I get to this point, then I'll give. When I get to this point, then I'll give. But then I found out that I didn't need to be rich in order to give. And you can actually give your time. And in many ways, giving of your time is a lot more meaningful because you can see the impact when you're getting hands-on. And it's actually uh, incredibly rewarding in ways that spending of money can never be. So I also see many others that have a fixed and closed off mindset so they work their whole lives not seeing their family or their friends enough because they're so wrapped up in their work and they're closed off to experiencing new things or growing themselves and they stop learning when they leave school and are often a tight scrooge with their money so that they think that when they get to that age 65 they can start living their lives but What actually happens in many cases is that they miss their kids growing up, their wife ends up divorcing them at some point, and they have no real friends because they're so wrapped up into their work and don't invest the time in building those relationships. And their family are often then estranged to them. And when they eventually get to retirement, they don't know what to do with themselves or they have no one else to spend that time with anyway. So it can be a pretty bleak existence. And ending up with lots of regrets and frustrations that you didn't go about designing your life in a different way. So I guess I could only see these above things in others because I've spent time thinking about them and also because I've seen some of these things in myself at different points in my life. I've been the Scrooge at different points. I've been the all work, no play, no enjoyment, not present in the moment and I've also had money problems where no amount of income would cover my expenses and I've had to work on myself to get out, you know, to replace that programming that, you know, often comes from the age of one to seven with better programming, better habits and that's how you end up starting to change your life. So the trap is very elusive and we tell ourselves i guess when well, when i get to this level when i get to this amount then i'll ease up or then i'll give more to charities and others or then i'll try other things but that day tends to never come because we keep moving the goalposts back and who's moving them back it's it's always us if we're the ones that are designing this life either consciously or Without our awareness, it's part of our original programming. We're doing it unconsciously, which is even more scary. So I think the concept of waiting till you're 65 and in retirement to actually live your life is dead. And most of my generation wire are certainly waking up to that idea of having a more holistically successful life and enjoying life along the way. So anyone that defines success by one metric often has a whole bunch of chaos going on in the other areas of their life and I guess how I've come full circle to be now is I try to live my life to the fullest so that if I ever died I could say to myself on my deathbed that I had no regrets and I experienced all of life that I had and I loved and was present with my wife and my child and my family and I had great friends and a made a huge impact and helped to improve the thousands of lives with my business and mentoring of now hundreds of teenagers and the charities I support. But let's face it, it's always a balancing act, isn't it? And nothing's ever perfectly in balance. So there's many times when one of these above areas goes off course to me, but at least when I'm aware of how I'm tracking in each area, I can set goals and I can course correct before anything major happens. Whereas Previously, when I was younger, it would take a massive disaster to wake me up to it. Now I more consciously plan out all of these things. So how could you start to plan out and design a life that's going to give you a lot more fulfillment than, than just chasing money or waiting till you're retired? I think it's good to start by asking yourself a few questions and you don't need to know the answers straight away. I certainly don't have all the answers And it's a bit like peeling back an onion. There's always more layers, but the important thing is that you're peeling and you're discovering who you are and what you're about and what makes you happy and fulfilled. So why are you on this earth? I know that's a big question. If you were to find out that you had six months to live, what would you want to do with the rest of that time? That's a real powerful one that's given me a lot of clarity. And often when you think through that six months to live one, you can then ask yourself, is there anyone that you need to forgive or anything you want to experience and, and then just plan to do it, plan to do it in that this, this next six months, make it happen. So the other useful thing to then go about doing once you've asked some of those bigger questions to give more purpose and um, direction for you is to look at goals in each of the areas for financial your family, your friends, your fitness, your faith, your work and your community and I know that seems like there's lots of areas there but if you haven't thought about how to design your life and set goals in each of those areas well what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to uh, put any effort into any areas can be left off and that's where you can have those major emergencies where you know you wake up and you don't have as many friends as you'd like and your family is estranged to you. So how would your ideal life actually look if you were to design it? That's what I spend a huge amount of my time thinking on. One of my good uh, friends and mentors gave me uh, a bit of a model as well which is called an ideal scene where you, you come up with how the ideal of all of these areas look and you describe it in an incredibly vivid way and write it all down and then you use that as a filter when decisions come your way, opportunities come your way and you can say yes or no because if it's taking you further away from that ideal scene, well, it's not going to uh, contribute to your overall fulfilment then, is it? So how can uh, the other question I love asking myself to tie the money into fulfilling these things is how can my money and in investing be made to work to provide this ultimate lifestyle and help me have a massive positive impact on others? So it's really putting your money to work on the important things and asking that question so you can get clarity. And it can be really hard when you're surrounded by others that are going the wrong direction and don't have any kind of goals or designed for their life i I know and that just takes you being even clearer on what you want to end up with so that you know when the others are pushing up against you and causing resistance to you getting there you can power break through that and ultimately decide whether you want to be surrounding yourself with those people or limiting the the contact that you have with them or finding other positive influences to surround yourself with people that are in alignment with the lifestyle and the goals that you want. And it's true that if you look at who you spend the most amount of time with, you end up getting an alignment of your thinking and and a congruency. And and often your net worth or financial uh, side correlates to that too. So be very conscious of who you choose to have around you. And it's worth recognizing as well that the most important things to you can change very much throughout your life. And I find that when I fulfill various human needs that we all have, and there's some different models out there, but I love uh, Anthony Robbins' six human needs hierarchy to think about, and I started consciously looking at these human needs and, and looking at giving them to myself and not chasing them with not trying to have money fill any of these voids or chasing them in the outside world because no amount of money or things is going to fill these needs. So i will just work you through the needs and it starts, it's like a bit of a pyramid. So at the bottom, you need to have certainty and security. That's getting your base kind of survival needs covered so that things are really stable for you and worrying where your next meal is going to come from. And then we also need variety, which is keeps the spice in your life. And then as you start to move up the pyramid, the third need we all have is significance. That's to feel special and unique and important and significant overall. Then the next one up is connection and love. So we all need this as humans to be close with other human beings. That's why we, I guess, value our relationships and friendships so much. And then further up the pyramid, we have growth, which many people would attest to is that progress equals happiness. Just by setting these goals and working towards them and achieving them, that sense of growth is hard to to rival in any other, no amount of money is ever going to make you feel as good as growing does. And finally, on the very top, when you start to get all these other needs fulfilled, then you start looking around as to how can I contribute and help others grow, and and how can I, I guess, have the biggest overall impact, and that starts to be what gives you the most fulfilment. So, six needs: certainty on the bottom, then variety, then significance, then connection and love, then growth then contribution and look up Six Human Needs by Tony Robbins and you'll you'll find them and consciously look at how you can foster these and give these to yourself, not always look for them from others and consciously go about designing your life to give these things to yourself. Now, I didn't just wake up and all of a sudden stumble upon more of my own fulfillment. It's been a real journey and I've done it bloody tough along the way, to be honest. So, I was initially seeking money to fill a lack I felt in growing up without having enough money. I mean, I was was told that money doesn't grow on trees and I had to wear clothes from the op shop, recycled school uniforms and I was given the Vegemite sandwich each day for lunch when my other friends had money from their parents to buy things at the canteen. So I just felt that the lack of money really really led to me missing out on a lot of things, and that stuck with me. But when I was 16, I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I think many of you that may know my story would know that that book ended up changing my life, and it made me believe that anything was possible, regardless of your education and your background or the money that you start with. And I set a goal at that point to become a millionaire by the age of 25. So that was the goal that drove a lot of my... I guess, a lot of my life up until from the age of 16 to onwards because I thought that money would solve everything. And I guess I wanted to improve my life to be in a position to give my family what I never had when I was growing up. So that was the original fuel, the original thing that drove me. But as I chased that the certainty and security of money and as i chased that down i ended up actually becoming a millionaire by the age of 31 and what i was really wanting from the money was more certainty and more security that i didn't have and that was getting back to the six human needs and the money didn't give it to me so i had to go deeper and start trying to give myself those things without the money and i also chased recognition and awards And at the time, we'd become the most awarded property manager in Australia and I got named in the top 40 under 40 business owners in WA and all of these awards and recognition were external things that I was chasing. So none of it, ironically, was enough. And in 2014, I fell very flat and was in a downward spiral. And on one hand, I'd achieved so much, but I still felt like I was lacking and it made me see everything from a very depressed state. Now, I don't know whether I was, I certainly didn't get formally diagnosed as depressed, but that was one of the worst times in my life. And it took me hitting absolute rock bottom and plenty of personal development and counseling to work out that I was still chasing, I guess, the love and significance that I was lacking from my dad not being around when I was growing up. And He was always at work and my mum, I had a twin brother and sister and also a younger brother so she was left to cope with handling all four of us and so you can imagine that she wasn't very present to me, myself and that left me, uh, I guess, having a, a hole that I needed to fill and I was lacking the love and significance, the needs that I spoke of earlier. So I really needed to give myself those things And I ended up forgiving my parents and they were just doing their best in very difficult circumstances. God knows Um, I have a toddler at the moment. If I had twins, oh my God, that would be very hard. So I realized that I didn't need to prove my worth to them or to myself. And if I stripped everything else away, I'd be worthy and that they love me regardless of all these things. So big things that I realized and I know I'm getting pretty deep here But what we think is going to make us happy in the chasing of the money for most people ends up not making us happy, not making us fulfilled. And the reason I touched on some of my own personal things that I was lacking in my human needs is that your needs might be different, I'm sure. Your situation growing up might have been very different, but we're all human and we all have these needs. And often we can just go chasing them in the world and chasing them in others But if we can just give them to ourselves, that's going to make us feel the most fulfilled and happy in life. So I guess that changed the whole driving force that I had for my life up until that point. You know, From the age of 16 to 32, I was driven by the need to prove myself, the need to chase money. And instead, I shifted my focus on growth of others and getting a huge buzz from helping others to succeed in improving their lives. And so I, I really went external to to help the growth and improvement in others and that ended up being the biggest fulfillment and reward and I still pinch myself that we've now got 700 clients and just as many tenants that we are every day improving the lives of and it really makes me feel so incredibly privileged that you know I've got an amazing staff and team to help me with doing this so it's not even about me it's it's all them that delivers this and it's just I'm just so grateful for the chance to to help others in this way so it's really shifted to that being my driving force now not money and significance it's the overall growth of others and the contribution and giving back that gives me a massive buzz and ironically when you so resolve these blockages and you fulfill your other needs then I've found that the money starts to flow even faster. And because uh, you're giving even more to the world, then the world's giving back and exchanging a lot more. Because you're exchanging, it increases the flow of money. So ironically, if I'd started with just solving and giving those needs to me a lot earlier, I might have ended up with a lot more money a lot sooner. But I still don't regret the path I've taken. So think long and hard as a final summary here about the lifestyle that you wish to design and the six core human needs that you might need some work on and choose ones to focus on. And I guess let me know if there's anything that I can do on the property side to help you with designing this ultimate lifestyle, whether that be better help with investing, managing your properties or selling I'm not just going to focus on the transaction. I'm going to focus on what's most important, which is helping you design your life. Thanks and catch you on the next one.